Slow down, you crazy child. You're so ambitious for a juvenile. But then if you're so smart, tell me why are you still so afraid? Mm. Where's the fire? What's the hurry about? You better cool it off before you burn it out. God, wait. Then how does it go? Are you done? <laughs> Are you done yet? <laughs> I'm sorry. Ugh, every time it's this. I know. Stop serenading me. I know. I forgot our no Billy Joel rule after the last time when you got too- No Billy Joel. Yeah, you got way too excited last I have, time. I have, I have one rule. No Billy Joel. No Billy Joel. <laughs> no Billy Joel. No Billy Joel is my only rule. <laughs> yep. That's, that's about right. Don't you ever forget it again. I swear to God. If we go through the shenanigan again next week, I'm going to be so mad. And scene in an Italian restaurant. <laughs> hey, it's a me, your waiter. Hey. No, I hear that's the guy you know like a Billy Joel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Scenes from an Italian restaurant. You know that song of his? Oh, I thought you were doing giving me an improv prompt. No, no. Here's an improv prompt. An improv. Okay. Um, the, the word is competent. Uh, recording professional. That's- hey, look at me. I'm a not so competent. God, this is easy. Science. Magic. Horses. Truth. Banter, 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 banter. Well, Dan, I don't reckon it's about. Oh, Dan, hello. Hi. Oh, hi. Yeah, I know that's your favorite spot in California, but what does it have to do with this conversation? That's where my aunt right, lives. You're going outside, Jim. I'm back. Mm, gotcha. That dog was only itchy when I was talking. Ah. <laughs> you do You do cause a little bit of conversational itch. Like my mouth starts to feel strange. My ears feel strange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like when I talk to you, I, I question... Whether or not your throat closes up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it's like is conversation something that we should still be doing as humans? Should everything be texting now? Because speaking to you is not unlike, I don't know, trying to Oedipus myself. Uh, I hate seeing you Oedipus yourself. <laughs> I just Oedipus my pants. <laughs> when you claw out your eyes and you just and you just whiz a little. <laughs> oh, we have two different um, uh, conceptualizations of. Well, that's what it means to Oedipus yourself. Well, I mean, yeah, that's Oedipus's defining characteristic in popular culture is that he clawed his own eyes out. I mean, that's the part at the uh, end. Buddy, I just, if I got a story for you. I just remember the part at the end, if I'm frank. <laughs> I don't remember anything. You only remember the ends of stories, mm-hmm. the good part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when it's over. <laughs> like when Luke Skywalker died, I was like, finally. <laughs> oh, he had so much preamble. Ugh. God, I just sat. I just sat through all these movies, waiting for this whiny kid to die already. I watch most movies with that mindset. Yeah, you were really disappointed in I Harry Potter. I take most trips to Walmart with that <laughs> mindset. Just wanting the kid to die already. I mean, in this day and age of the Delta variant, you know, you uh, you're probably going to see a lot higher infant mortality rates. So, um... and we're back to the news. <laughs> Welcome, it's me, Johnny Newsman, and my buddy Downer Newsman. <laughs> When we're Johnny and Downer, the newsman. <laughs> Johnny and Downer, I like it. Uh, in other news, uh, Kabul has been taken over by the Taliban, and uh, the 
The president of Afghanistan has fled. So. Taliban, more like Tala canceled. <laughs> more like Tala, all of our hens coming home to roost. Am I right? USA. USA. We did it, guys. Mission accomplished. It took 20 years of constant foreign intervention. And look, look, we made it. We made it so much worse. Our personal Vietnam is over, and that means we're only 10 years away from our own personal banh mi sandwiches. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't know what the Afghani equivalent of a delicious banh mi would be. I don't... Okay, well, now I want to find out. Like, what's, what's an Afghani yeah, yeah, banh mi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I'm really... I don't know. I'm feeling super apocalyptic. It's not just the climate report that came out. It's not just... You love Mel Gibson movies about the Incas. Yeah, I certainly do. Um but I just, I, I, things are getting progressively worse, and we don't have any hope. So that's the news. We have Hope Floats. Remember that movie? That's pretty good. That was a good movie, Hope Floats. Uh, somehow you've Wasn't it? made me more suicidal by reminding me that Hope Floats exists. <laughs> oh, I forgot that. You have that death pack. Meg Ryan was in that movie? Oh, God. That's a good question. Who was in Hope Floats? I'm not going to look it up. Just make up a name. I'm not going to look just it up. Just make up a silly name for me, Austin. I just want one silly uh, name. Squibbibbly Flimdiblitch was in that ah. movie. Remember her? Yeah, she's of the Squibbiblitch acting family. You know, you got- She was Lady Loki in the movie Loki that was on yeah, TV. Vanessa Skiblimblich. You've got you got Harrison Skiblimblich. You got it's a whole. They're they're not unlike the Redgraves. It's a big big acting family, or the Baldwins, or the Arquettes. Then the you think the Redgraves have to have Redgraves when they die? That's their family curse. I don't know. I think it's one of those. It's just this is fun to say. Who knows where it came from? The curse of the red grave. That's a f- no matter what color your grave is, it'll turn red. Ooh, spooky. God, anime sucks these days. <laughs> <laughs> got five fucking seasons out of it. <sighs> and then somebody dies, and you think, oh, that that's that's the end of it. And then their fucking grave turns red, and it just starts all over again. It just starts all dang over again with all those red graves. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we gotta to... bury this bit because this is bad. We have to bury the bad, bury bit? The bad bit. Barry Badbit's my favorite actor. Ah, oh, I love Barry Badbit. Never, never met a comedy you wouldn't sign up for that Barry Badbit. <laughs> Those workaday actors. Yeah, it was like um... Tim and it's J.K. Simmons. They're fucking everyone. <laughs> I have a theory that J.K. Simmons hates his family, and that's why he works so much. I hate J.K. Simmons' family because I'm not part of it. I know. I feel like he'd be a great dad. You'd never see him, but he'd still like he'd send sweet texts and like he'd send you like little little articles as like, oh, I thought you, I read this and thought of you. He seems like that kind of dad. He'd teach you how to play the trumpet, but he'd traumatize you for life. Oh, absolutely. He would. He would definitely. He would. He would buy you a camera at an at an early age when you express an interest in photography, but then he'd just keep asking for pictures he'd of Spider Man. Pictures of Spider Man. Yeah. 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 But you know he's got a bunch of kids, because if there's one thing we can all agree about J.K. Simmons, it's that he fucks. Famously fertile. Oh, yeah. Why, you know, when you walk by him, you're going to get pregnant. And I did. You did. Good for you. But I ate my child <laughs> in the womb. <laughs> what does that, take a straw? I don't understand how you just reabsorbed it. <laughs> it takes mostly being a gelatinous mass. Ah, that, would, that, would, that tracks, actually. That's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just another... Wonderful quirk of my nightmare biology. 
Wow. See, this is why this is why people are becoming more pro-life because of disgusting gelatinous blobs like you just callously absorbing their offspring. Well, I wouldn't have did it if I wasn't bored. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's not even it needs a... <laughs> to be more made for TV shows on Netflix. <laughs> Wait, is that your is that I That's why I did that. <laughs> That's a, that take is so hot, I can't handle it. <laughs> <laughs> they need to have a faster production schedule. Wow! So you're 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 postulating that if there was more content on Netflix, I want to preface more content on more Netflix, original Netflix content, <laughs> there would be less gelatinous blobs absorbing their offspring. Well, there'd be one less gelatinous <laughs> monster absorbing their offspring, which would result in an extra, you know. 10,000 Austins born a year. But yeah, still. I am the I am the goat that births a thousand young. <laughs> Aww. Oh, the Harry Partridge Lovecraft wrote that about me. <laughs> Harry Partridge. Oh, man. I just watched an incredible video about um, Castle Freak, this movie from the 80s, and the- Sure. Yeah, we both watch in praise of shadows. Yeah, Dan. wasn't it good, Dan? But I've never—I mean, he spent forty-five minutes just reading every racist thing Lovecraft ever said in his personal letters, and it went from like—like like I knew it was bad based on his fiction. I've never read any of his letters, but I was like, "Oh boy, this guy's this guy's got a lot of fucked up things to say about people who ate from around his parts." <laughs> this guy would have a prominent media <laughs> career now. Yes, he would. But the personal letters are like next level Nazi shit like holy fucking Christ was uh yeah just just horrible like surpassed my most racist uncle and I got a lot I got five racist uncles four. each more racist than the last <laughs> you have to def- you must defeat my, them all you to must, become you must def- in order to be woke you have to defeat my four racist uncles <laughs> I miscounted. I only have four. I counted my dad as an uncle because he's basically an uncle to me. <laughs> Your dad's like an uncle to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We talk about that much. <laughs> <laughs> you can, well, you can tell whether or not someone's a racist uncle, but mostly their Facebook posts. Yep. You don't have to have a you don't have to have a a brother with a kid to be a racist uncle. It's, no, no. It's it's what's in your soul. Yeah, yeah. It very much is. Take that, Dan's family. Ha ha! Racists. They'll hear this and they'll be humbled. No, no, none of them will listen to this. They don't know. How, they don't know what a podcast is. Are you kidding me? The closest I can get to explaining to them is like it's like those Adventures in Odyssey tapes that you indoctrinated your kids with. It's like that, but on your phone. Adventures in Odyssey. Dan, what's what's that? You don't know Adventures in Odyssey. Dan, what's that? Oh, it's, Tell it's me. some focus on the family bullshit. There were radio plays that had clearly gay characters who they tried to pass off as straight. It was like Doctor Who for Christians. It was terrible. It was Bible Man? Uh, no, because it was a lot of like time travel-y stuff. And like, you go to the Imagination Station and then you figure it out, which is definitely where Mr. Whitaker was uh, assaulting people because the the main character was Mr. Whitaker. He ran this place called Wits End where the kids all came and hung out and it was like a soda fountain and then there was like a play area where you could go on adventures. Like the whole thing was just an allegory for like a predator. God, I love Christian versions of stuff. <laughs> yeah. It was like somewhere between Doctor Who and The Haunting of Hill House, but produced by the team behind VeggieTales. <laughs> oh, okay. So it was just like Candle Cove, but the monster was Jesus. Yeah, yeah. The monster made you go, Jesus Christ. 
Yeah, Jesus is definitely the monster. Got him. Mm-hmm. Man, we're taking down everybody today. Nobody's safe from our scathing comedy. Yeah, well, I think are you, hearing these are you jokes- Hearing these jokes about him would be like the second worst thing to happen to Jesus while he was alive. I mean, listening to me is... That's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Yeah. Some people get the stigmata listening to me. But I that's mean, just yeah, I was going to say, I could see how I personally would not be into being lashed that many times, but I could see how some people might be. Um, but listening to you talk... just no, take it too far. You're, you're nobody's kink. Let's, let's just, let's be clear. You're nobody's yeah, yeah, kink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's my favorite country and western song. <laughs> I'm you're nobody's, nobody's kink. kink. I know I'm gonna simp for you. You're nobody's kink. Don't care how submissive and breedable. You're nobody's kink. I'm neither of those. <laughs> you could be a cat boy. I'm dominant and barren. Made cafe. But once they get one look at you, they'd all just run away. Run away. Everybody, You're everybody nobody's now. kink. You're nobody's kink. You might think you got a nice old ass, but it's not as nice as you think. You I can't could clap on get beat. into all kinds of shenanigans with chains. But let me tell you, the folks that would play with you would be insane. Because you're nobody's, nobody's kink. kink. You're nobody's, nobody's kink. kink. Even folks who like the scat play would tell you that you stink. Be you. <laughs> And at a golden shower, they'd run from you for hours. Because <laughs> let me tell you, friend, you're nobody's kink. The same we started talking about kinks. You just tapped into something. <laughs> I really did. <laughs> and that was the encyclopedic knowledge that goes from there. It's, um, yeah. I could workshop it. I can make it a little better. I, I could, I could okay. work on a line about me having you pegged, but no one's going to peg you. <laughs> Mm, mm. Yeah, you know, we can. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, and come out with the radio edit later. That revealed dark parts of me. <laughs> not really. Yeah, not dark. Just like it reminded just fun. me of dark parts of you. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, what? What's the what's the one? Garth Garth Ferengi's dark place, or what's it called? Yeah, Garth Ferengi's dark place. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it reminded me of my own Garth Ferengi's dark place. A beloved. Cult classic of the early 2000s British comedy? Yeah. My country western songs about kinks. But the kinks aren't about country and western songs. How unfair. No, no. They're not. They're not. Although some people are like way too into steel guitars. Like it might as well be a kink. I mean, have you seen them? They're guitars, but sideways. My follow-up song will be My Dom's Long Gone. (laughs) (laughs) It's a sub lamenting that he's been forgotten and left in his gimp suit in his trailer. We've all been there. Haven't we all? But he finds light at the end of the tunnel that that itself is deprivation play and thus fuel for his fetish. Mm-hmm. And at the very end, they show back up. Oh, I love firmly established narratives in country and Western songs. <laughs> they have to. If, if a song isn't just a three-minute story, then I'm not interested. <laughs> you have not been happy since 1972. <laughs> Thank y'all. Austin. Dan. Oof, that, was a, that Oh, no. Are you doing your Shapiro breathing exercises? Because that was... <laughs> <laughs> and in, 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 in. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> One more time. One more time. In, 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 in. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs>
Oh, it's it's the opposite of soothing. It uh, really sets my teeth it's discordant. on end. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that raised my blood pressure. That is not. Uh, that's not good. And what you were, you, anyway, you were saying no. What's the, now, now, no, I want to. I want to hear some of your other breathing techniques. What's the Jordan Peterson breathing method? Um, in in weep in. <laughs> And uh, and just so we could complete your whole set, that really gets My you whole, in the mood. Uh, what's uh-huh. your what's the jo- what's the Joe Rogan breathing technique? Um, where you're really skeptical about being in, even though you need that to fucking survive, Rogan. And <laughs> <laughs> uh, what does that sound like? <laughs> <laughs> That's my right Ramon. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Who can tell them apart? Uh, no one, apparently. Ain't like, never seen Ray Ramon and Joe Rogan in the same place at the same time. Isn't his name Ray Romano? Ray Ramones. Hey, we're the Ramones. <laughs> we're here to sing some music. It's kind of have 24 hours to go, Deborah. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking good. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the Ray Ramones. <laughs> 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 I mean, the sound They defined a... British punk in the 80s <laughs> with their discordant Debras. <laughs> their discordant Debras. That's my second favorite punk band, the discordant Debras. <laughs> and now I just can't stop hearing Ray Romano going, Let's Creek Bop! <laughs> it's just, that's going to live forever in my head. And I. I take that as a gift. How can we gift. work Brad Garrett in? I really want, I really want him to have a seat at this table. <laughs> Oi! Oh! Let's go! <laughs> hey! Oh! Let's go! It's very upset. Now he'd probably just sing, "I want to be your boyfriend." I want Brad Garrett to be my boyfriend. I think bad, He's a Brad Garrett would be a great. He'd be a great boyfriend. He'd be a great boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Why are you so hard on Brad Garrett all the time, I'm Dan? Not. He'd be a great provider and very emotionally supportive. I bet he cuddles like a motherfucker. Guy that big? But weirdly, he's a little spoon. He's a little spoon. Guy that big, little spoon? The guy that big, little spoon. He's a reverse Clark. Clark that small, big spoon. Oh, man, ship's passing in the night. Mm-hmm. Now that would be my celebrity couple. Clark and Brad Garrett. <laughs> Bark. Bark Garrett. <laughs> Hot. Well, speaking of, this is the last week uh, that you can profess your undying love to Clark before he's a married woman. And then uh, you can still do it, but it becomes more Victorian and naughty. This is the last week I could profess it before it becomes like a, an issue. Right. I'll get him. I got seven <laughs> days. See you at six days, buddy. Oh, fuck. I'm doomed. <laughs> <laughs> my, all my plan needed exactly seven days to come together. What, uh, does this involve like a government agency? Is there paperwork processing time? Like what's happening? Yeah, 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 yeah. The Bureau of Dramatic Wedding Interruptions. <laughs> And, you know, you don't fill out your paperwork with the Badooey. You're done. <laughs> uh, I, I, mm, yeah, I object. Do you have the proper paperwork filed in triplicate? <laughs> and then the audience gasps. <gasps> he got it notarized. He went to jail. A- That's a different thing. <laughs> We're not doing that yet. Uh, so then you mat- you you dramatically interrupt and you, and what's your, what's your, Say anything moment. What's your dramatic rom-com? Like, give me your Jerry Maguire speech to Clark when you interrupt the wedding. Okay. So you say, I object. I object. 
Big gas. <gasps> Kalark. But paperwork is verified. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then you say, um, buddy, buddy, come on, come on, buddy, <laughs> buddy, come on, buddy, buddy, mm. come on, mm. buddy, no, buddy, no, no. you know what he's gonna say because we both know him so good. <laughs> no, that's in stop, don't stop. Mm. And he does a little paw thing, he at paws you. at you. Yeah, I pause at you. I know it's working if he pretends to be a bird to duck me one last time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It'll just like spin around in a circle running away from you. (laughs) Jenna should know what she's getting into. Yeah, this is equal parts my plan to seduce him away from her at the last minute and also a dire warning. (laughs) Yeah, this, this is what you're doing. Uh, Really, we should, we should be the one, we should rescue Jenna. Mm -hmm. We should catch her in a big net and take her away to be deprogrammed. Yeah. She got too much Clark in her brain. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. It's like mercury. That doesn't leave. Nope. It's, uh, what's the, th- what's the thing in the, uh, in The Last of Us? It's like a fungi that, that makes you a zombie, right? It's like a, like, for a fun based. guy, it sure is a bummer. Thank yeah, you. I feel like Clark just sprinkles spores on everyone. Clark spores? That's mm-hmm. hot. You gotta get, you gotta get inoculated from it. Before he spews his, I've read that erotic you. short story, Clark. I hope by the time this comes out, you've a, you've booked a, a a honeymoon suite that is worthy of your spore dance. Oh, when he does the dance of the seven spores, oh, it's <laughs> hot. Uh, I'm just I'm just thrilled for those kids. Those crazy kids, they just might make it after y'all. Yeah, I know. Finally, being able to have sex will be great for them. Can they? I don't. I mean, is, is it's Clark, just the spores. Is, she knows it's just Clark the spores. Know, yeah, right? yeah. Jenna knows it's just the spores, right? Yeah, she should know it's just. The well, spores. You told her about the spores, right? I didn't tell I her about the spores. You told her about, you the tell spores? about the spores. Oh, God, Clark's not going to tell her about the spores. No, that's going to be a hell of a surprise. Jesus Christ, Dan, Austin, you're so supposed to tell her about the spores. We have to go. Good night, everyone. A Secret Weapon Production.